It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, 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 good morning, and we, uh, yeah, we're having some technical problems here, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to muddle through and get it done for you here as we welcome you into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we got a lot to get to today. Let's go around the horn and check in. Ward, how are you this morning? Okay. <laughs> Ryan, what's happening? Not much. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Uh, Ward, do you want to – well, let's see. We, we're, we're having a little issue. Should we take a quick break and, and try to do a reset, Ward, or do you <laughs> or do you think we just should just keep – Let's fight through it. Let's fight through it. Okay, we're going to fight through it. Okay, a lot to get to today. A lot to get to today. NFL playoffs. Baylor basketball. Kellen Moore out as the OC in Dallas. And Big Monday tonight as well. Plus, weather. Big Monday today. Yes, weather. Weather, weather, weather. There's a lot of weather. And it, I was looking at the forecast for tomorrow. I think tomorrow is really going to be sketchy at best. Yeah, there's a winter storm warning from now until 6 a.m. on Wednesday, a slight chance of rain or freezing rain before noon, then a chance of rain showers, freezing rain, and sleep between noon and 3 p.m. Chance of freezing rain after 3, cloudy highs near 33 today, north wind around 15 miles per hour, gusting up to 20. Uh, chance of precipitation, 40%, and ice accumulation throughout the day today. And tonight, chance of freezing rain before 9 p.m., chance of freezing rain Throughout the night, lows down around 31 with the north wind around 15 miles per hour, gusting up to 20. So it's it's heading this way. I don't know if it'll reach it all the way down here, but um, it it could it could get really dicey by in the morning. So can I say that I hope it doesn't? Is that okay? Yeah, I'd I'd rather see snow than ice. I'd rather see neither. Well, there's something wrong with you then. No, what, why? why I, I don't want people to have to drive in that stuff going to work in school or, or trying to go to work in school. Well, that's or, the whole thing. You, you don't. You stay home. Oh, no. The show must go on. The school must go on. Base, school it's does baseball not have to season. go on. It's baseball season. Oh, Lord. They played baseball this weekend at McLennan with their new stadium. I hope it I snows mean, up to my armpits. No, see, you've, you've had this thing about snow for the last three weeks. No, it goes back to Christmas. It goes back to f- three years old. <laughs> you, do you really like snow? I love snow. Move to Colorado. No. You don't have. I like don't. seasons. <laughs> well, then why are you in Texas? We have two. <laughs> Summer and winter. I know. <sighs> anyway. There's, there's nothing better than waking up in the morning with a good snow on the ground and it's still coming down it's just peaceful do you remember seriously do you remember when you were a kid and you'd wake up in the morning and you'd turn your radio on oh yeah announce our school announce our school come on radio guy announce our school or look at the tv and watch the band yeah Yeah, that was that's how it was for me yeah uh but we would listen to the radio 
the blah, 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 ISD is closed. Blah, 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 ISD is going to open at 10 o'clock. And you're like, come on, baby. Don't open late. Let's close. Oh, those were the days. Mm-hmm. Those were good days. But we were 7, I had 8, a little, 10, I had and 12. I had a little advantage, though. Well, you had a you had a coach yeah. living in the house yeah. so who I got, had a heads up. I got the call. Yeah. All right. So I had a little bit of an advantage on that. What did you make of the two playoff games? Outstanding games. Outstanding games? The yeah. first one? Well, I mean, I, I think San Francisco fought through it as hard as they could possibly they fight through it. They did. I, I mean, they didn't give up. And so... I think Philadelphia was a better team anyway. Even if Brock Purdy would have been there, Philadelphia, I think, would have won that Why wasn't game. Brock Purdy there? It's because Philadelphia knocked him out of the game. That's right. And why wasn't Johnson able to stay in the game? Because they knocked him out of the game as well. That's right. Give the Eagles some credit. Their front four mm-hmm. dominated the line of scrimmage. They, they did. didn't win it. They dominated they the did. line of scrimmage. They, and they sent did. two quarterbacks to the sideline. So... Anybody who says, "Well, you know, if they would have had a quarterback that what well, they had, they had, they had two when they started the day," mm-hmm. and the Eagles' defense sent them to the sideline. Yeah, and I, I again, I, I think the the glass slipper was going to slip off anyway. On I, I agree. I agree. Uh, they were better. Now, they I don't were know. I don't team. know that, but I no. just, I felt that going into the game that I, I felt Philadelphia had the advantage in that game. I thought. And, and look, I've been saying it all year long. I've been carrying the Philadelphia flag. I'm not an Eagles fan, but this is a good football team, a really good football team. I think we're set up for a great Super Bowl. And they did not have to have a terrific game out of Jalen Hurts. He just, I think you used the term, don't run it up on the curb, Mm -hmm. and he didn't. He did not. But I would tell you this, I love the way Kyle Shanahan coaches football. Love the way he coaches football. Even early in the game, they were down seven to nothing, and everybody's like, "Analytics says go for it on fourth What did he do? He punted, he punted the, the ball and he put him at the five, didn't he? Yeah. And then he got the ball back at the forty-five, and he wouldn't scored well, when mean, they had their weapons. That, that's I, I get analytics. I understand that a lot of coaches use it, but I it just to me, I, I don't I don't buy into it, and nor maybe do I. I should. But I mean, there's something about understanding the game of football and just saying hey look i'm gonna i'm gonna make them drive the field and if they can hats off if they can't then i had the advantage because i flipped the field there's also something about the eye test you know what they look like you know what you look like in the moment yes analytics has nothing to do with momentum analytics has nothing to do with crowd and noise and all those x factors that go into to executing a play you know there's a lot of things that go into it that analytics cannot factor into the game. Or the fact that you've got a quarterback that will will your team to a win. Amen. I mean, there's those. So, I love. I, I And then he kept hunting and hunting and hunting for something. I mean, I like the way that guy coaches football. I, I just do. I would have liked to have seen him with, you know, his his number one, number two guys. Because, look, let's let's face back. The guy that started was number three. Then he went to number four. And, you know, would you like to see the rule change? Remember once upon a time there was a rule that says you could dress a third guy. He didn't count against you, a third quarterback. He didn't count against you. But if he went into the game, number one could not go back in the game no matter what. Right. You remember those days? I do. I think if you go back to that, 
it doesn't do what yesterday did. I mean, because let's face fact, when they when they went wildcat or when they put Purdy back in the game just to hand off, it was over. It's no, done. You put eight guys in the box. That's and, exactly and right. You, you, they're not going to. They're not. He he couldn't throw it over five yards. No. So, the game was done for all, of, and it may have been done anyway. But you know, and then there's the discussion of the officiating in both games. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Now I will say this. The throw that Philadelphia got to set up their first touchdown was an incompletion. Yeah, but if you don't have if you don't have instant replay, which I don't like instant replay. Well, I know you don't, and I don't either. So, but you do have it. So if you're going to have it, it's got to be executed correctly. Well, I, that's I, what it's there for. I think Philadelphia did a great job of getting back sure on the football did. and snapping the, snapping the ball. Amen. They did. There's no question they did. They did exactly what they were supposed to do because the receiver got up and he knew that he, he didn't follow through the, all the way through the completion. So they got up and they rushed up and they ran a play before it could get stopped. Mm-hmm. So, but that was an incompletion. The ball was, yeah, was te- on the ground. Technically and, it was. Yeah. That was, I mean, heck, there was number 88 in Green Bay had a, had a better catch than that that was a touchdown <laughs> yes it was <laughs> not according to the official all right uh so and then i thought the cincinnati guys i thought the cincinnati uh kansas city game was just terrific it was punch counter punch that was a heavyweight fight it was that was a heavyweight fight and boy i, t- I tell you uh and i know that everybody's going to blame the linebacker for the late hit out of bounds. It was a late hit. It was a late hit. There's no doubt. That's the correct call. And it moved him up 15 yards and made that field go a lot easier. Could he have made it from 15 yards back? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, but we don't know. Maybe not. They were I don't going, know. They were going to kick it. They, oh, there, there's With no eight doubt. seconds, they were going to kick it. They may have run another play. I don't know. But they were going to kick it. Uh, and that, that's... That was mine. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's like alrighty then. Uh, so yeah, There's they were update going on. They, it's a great they, time for that, right? Yeah, they were going to kick it, and but look, make plays. There's there's sixty minutes of football. Mm-hmm. You can make a play here. You can make a play there. One play does not determine the outcome of a football game, but it certainly put them in a position to uh, to to kick a a much easier kick, mm-hmm. and he drilled it. And look, the, the guy's devastated. He's he's is it Osai Joseph Osai? Yes. Yeah. He he was just. I mean, he he couldn't leave the bench area. He was right. devastated. Well, he didn't do it on purpose. No, he's trying to make a play. But it was the right call. He's he's a you know. These and, are, and, and I saw so many memes and everything. Oh, it's it's all fixed. It's, you know, it, this is. Come on, man. Have he you was, lost your mind? He was two yards out of bounds, yes. and he pushed him. Yes, he did. And if he had just put his hands on him and they both had would have had a momentum, it would have been different. But he, he intentionally, you saw his arms extend. And so I think he, he lost just, where he was on the field. He yeah, was he going just, wide open. He just didn't know. He he lost where he was. Look, these, these athletes are going wide open. It, they're not jogging. This is not a walkthrough. They're going wide open with the Super Bowl a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, and he lost his spot. He lost that he, you know, he was in the white, and he clearly was in the white, and cost him 15 yards. Mm-hmm. Correct call, and set up the winning field goal. But I, I thought, I thought that game, 
man, that, I thought that game was just a heavyweight knockdown drag out. That, that was just good stuff. Fun game. Yeah. So now you Especially got, the way it ended. Yeah. So now you got <laughs> on the field goal? No, Kansas City getting the W. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, I was pulling for Cincinnati. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I'm, I'm a Pat fan. And he played brilliantly. Mahomes did. Mm-hmm. Look, when he hobbled around there and hobbled around there, but when he needed to cut loose and make a run, he did. He found did. a way to get his Boy, team a win. Did. He did that. That's what you call lifting your team, putting them on your shoulders, and getting it done. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that up north. 90 miles. That's just not going to happen. No. That's not going to happen. But it happened in Kansas City. Two best teams are playing. But I think you could have said the same thing if it would have been Cincinnati. You could have still said the two best teams are playing. I thought, I you for me, Kansas City and Cincinnati are going to be this A and B type deal for a long time to come. I think they're both two outstanding football teams. They are. And – you know, there's going to be there's going to be more epic battles between those two teams for a long time to come because they get both got young rosters, don't they? They do. Um, I think probably Kansas City has turned over their roster a little, a little bit, bit more than Cincinnati, but I think Kansas City has a better defense than Cincinnati overall. Mm-hmm. And now you got the Kelsey brothers in playing each other, mm-hmm. and now you got Coach Reed. And, you know, having spent 800 years in Philadelphia now, uh, he's all the time in Kansas City, so they're going to call it the Reed Bowl. I mean, there's going to be all kinds of things going on over the next couple of weeks, but it'll be a lot of fun. We'll talk more about the NFL playoffs coming up in a couple of minutes. We're also going to get to Kellen Moore. Uh, he's out in Dallas. That started breaking last night during the game, and, boy, it, uh, it, it took off and went, went crazy. We'll talk about theories and where they go, what they do, how it all works. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. Basketball. Uh, Baylor women went on the road and absolutely just threw down a gauntlet on Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Beat them by 20 in Lubbock. Or there's, there's over 8,000 Red Raider fans in that building. They were celebrating the national championship. Yes, they were. And it was a huge crowd. And... Nikki Collins' team took it to them. And, and look, they had, what, four, maybe five players in double figures? It was uh, it was impressive. Caitlin Bickle had 12 rebounds and 14 points. Jay Noins had 16. Bella Fauntleroy had 10. Sarah Andrews, 13. And Little, Bugs Pay, uh, Little Page Bugs had 16. So, yeah, you look at all the players in double figures. And they went at 79-59. They're now 14-6. Red Raiders fall to 15-6. And And now Baylor is back home on Wednesday taking on Kansas. On the flip side, uh, I'm going to tell you, the the Farrell Center was a cool place to be Saturday afternoon. And and let's, let's just be honest. There were Arkansas fans in the building. There were plenty of Arkansas fans in the building. But it still was a Baylor crowd, and that was that was just that was fun. I mean, it was fun, and I and I was wondering what it would be like, you know, for them stepping out of conference. But it was an intense, you know, highly contested basketball game. And I'll tell you this: Arkansas has got some quality quality guards, 
Ward, they're long, they're athletic, mm-hmm. and they're hard to guard. Uh, their guards are hard to guard. And, and Baylor was able to get it done despite not shooting very well. Uh, but they did other things well. And Scott Drew talked about some of those other things. Well, and that's where uh, I'm telling you, if you can have a game where uh, uh, Adam Flagler goes one for 11 and Langston goes one for six, that's two for 17, and you win, um, that means you're doing a lot of things well. And uh, uh, I tell you, Key really got on fire down the stretch, but the free throw shooting, 21 for 24 was the difference. And then the second chance points, 12 to five was the difference. And we did a good job keeping him out of transition. They did. They kept him out of transition. Look, they um, they had 15 offensive rebounds to set up those second chance points. They they just and that's about the third straight game where they've had where they've had you know really really nice numbers on the offensive glass. And boy, that's about effort and in, in, you know in in getting it done and wanting to get it done. Well, it's about this team learning how to play together more yeah. than anything else. So they I they mean, we forget that this is a relatively young roster it is and a different roster and because of the turnover right so i mean there's a lot of guys that were still this roster last year that are playing in the association yeah so i mean you know everybody was reaching for the panic button early early on but this team still needed to learn how to play together and i think they they figured it out they have won six in a row and they're back at it tonight it's a big monday down in austin does, a, it's going to be a big challenge. Does Saturday's results have anything to do with tonight's game? No, shouldn't. The only thing I would say is, did you get your legs back under you after well, the quick I mean, turn? And, and that's for everybody. Right. Everybody T- in the conference played. So Yeah, but not everybody's turning and playing on Monday. Just Texas and, no. and, and Baylor. No, yeah. but I mean, yeah. look, it, it wasn't like Texas was sitting at home watching Baylor play Arkansas. So I, I don't think you can... You no, know, Texas they, was they, actually on the road at yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, they both may be sluggish. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. But and it's a huge game. But well, again, they, they all are though. This is something that gets you ready for tournament play because you're going to have to turn around in the day and play when you get to tournament. No, you're right. Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. I mean, I, I get it. And they will have done it two weeks in a row because they they were on Big Monday last week. So should be a lot of fun. That game's down in Austin. Eight o'clock tip, seven thirty for the broadcast. But he was talking about those other things. Do you realize Baylor shot twenty four percent from the field in the first half, and for the game shot thirty about thirty four percent. So they had to defend. They had to rebound they had to go get uh forced turnovers they forced 15 arkansas turnovers they had to go get points off of turnovers second chance points that's how they won the game they won it with those other things well that's how they and got a to lot the line yeah and that, that's how they won national championships too mm-hmm. i mean because of the fact that you know scott drew plays really good defense and there's an emphasis on that and turning that defense into transition offense because when you live outside the arc you're going to have nights where you're not you're just not going to be on. Right. And they've had a couple of games now like that, but they've been able to get to the free throw line as well. And they were, what, 21 to 24, something like that, from the charity stripe. All right. It's uh, 719. We're running way late. We're going to get a break right here. When we come back, we're going to discuss Kellen Moore and his situation with the Cowboys. And it's his situation, well, is no longer. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Big Monday, Baylor and Texas Monday from Austin. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 8 p.m. tip-off Monday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get 2.9% for 72 months on 2022 Ram 1500 crew cabs on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. In at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. All right, 723, 23 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we move through a Monday, cloudy skies. We got a little light drizzle, don't we? I mean, do you have a little little spit on your windshield, mm-hmm. so to speak? Yeah. Yeah, so... We'll see how that works through the day. to ice by noon. Today? Yes. We're not going to let that happen. Okay. No, I, I, I won't permit it. <laughs> I don't think you have anything to do with it, sir. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You didn't think it would happen. You didn't think Jerry Jones would allow it to happen. I but was he changed. He, changed. He, 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 he did. He let it happen. He let Mike McCarthy move on from Kellen Moore. Now, I think most people felt like Mike McCarthy, when he first got here, wanted to be what he was in Green Bay, head coach, offensive coordinator, and play caller. And now he gets that opportunity. Where do you think that came from? And then I'll tell you what I think. And then we'll just kind of go from there. I, 
I really don't know. I guess it came from production in the playoffs. I mean, they they were productive in the regular season the past couple of years, but they get to playoffs and they're not very productive. So I don't know. I when I saw it, I I thought, well, somebody's somebody's dead wrong on this deal, mm-hmm. and then I kept seeing it and kept seeing it and kept seeing it. So I I just did not think that. Jerry Jones would 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 do that. I really didn't. I thought that was his next golden boy. So now there's a ton of questions. A ton of questions, Ward. Do they run the same offense? Do they take this veteran group and change offenses? I mean, do you bring in an offensive coordinator? Yeah, you have to. What's his role? Well, his role is to be the offensive coordinator, but you're not going to call plays. You're going to put the plan together, mm-hmm. but is, or is Mike McCarthy going to put the plan together? No, he's not going to, not completely. I mean, he's going to do some of that, but he he's going to take over the play calling just like he did in Green Bay. He wasn't the OC in Green Bay either, but he did all the play calling. I just, I'm curious how much, since he is going to be the play caller, how much is he going to be sitting in those offensive meetings? Because look, I think he has 3,000% confidence in Dan Quinn and just stays out of his way. Well, so is he in those offensive meetings all the time? Yes. Part of the time, a little. I mean, well, he's never in a defensive meeting. He doesn't have to be. Doesn't need to be. Not and now. I, and I don't think he was ever in a defensive meeting, anyway. No, not with not with this group. You know, so, this this group of coaches. I don't think that that changes a whole lot. Now, I look, really don't. He's they've moved on from their OC. They've moved on from their O-line coach. They've moved on from their running backs coach. They've moved on from their quarterbacks coach. They've moved Special on. Special teams from, coach. Yes. Defensive, defensive line. But for the most part, on the offensive side of the football, there's not much left. No. So this is going to be Mike McCarthy's, if he's making the hires, and I and I, I truly believe that Jerry Jones said, okay, big boy, get it done. Let's Here you go. You want You keep wanting. You keep telling me you want this. Here it is. Go get it done. He's going to let him make those offensive hires. If he makes those offensive hires, they're his coaches and not carryovers from the previous staff or whatever the case may be. These are his coaches. Go get it done. And so I'll circle back and say, do they run the exact same offense that Kellen Moore was running? I don't know. I don't know how comfortable McCarthy is with that offense. It's it's not completely different from what he ran in Green Bay. It's somewhat Wasn't different. Wasn't it kind of a hybrid? Yeah, it's it's somewhat different, but it's not completely different from what he ran in Green Bay. So there's there is some similarities and you could see some of what he did in Green Bay in this offense. Uh except for when Kellen would reach in his bag of tricks and try to get too cute and too much smoke and mirrors. But other than that, I I don't I don't know that it changes a whole a whole lot that you're going to just look at the field and go, oh, wow, this is different. Possibly. There will be there will definitely be some changes. It's going to be his his fingerprint on it, and it's going to look somewhat different, but I don't think it's going to look completely different to where you just go, what what in the world is this? Uh, I mean, they're not going to line up in the eye formation or something silly like that. Um, not that I think that that would be silly. I think that would be greatness, and I would be all over it, but it's just not going to happen. So I, I don't know. I I mean I'm I'm really taken back that Jerry Jones finally pulled off a little bit. He did. 
Look, this this offense under Kellen Moore was fourth or fifth in the NFL in, in points, and, twenty-seven and a half, and that and that's fine. But you got to get it done in the playoffs. And the other thing is, I you know, okay, Mike McCarthy, what's your next move? Go get a quarterback because you're not going to get it done with number four. CNC Collision Center text line says, "Hey, on Kellen Moore being released." Didn't he do a fantastic job with Cooper Rush when he was the quarterback? Maybe the problem on on this year may have been due to some interceptions. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I that's, mean that's evident. Offensive no production doubt. there with with. But, but the thing that why he was able to be successful with Cooper Rush is because it was very simple, and it was not a whole lot of hey, let's be flashy here and let's try a bunch of stuff that, you know, that's going to catch them off guard and instead Mm -hmm. it falls into the other hands or whatever. I mean, he kept it very simple. And even when he kept it simple for Dak, early when Dak came back, you saw a better Dak Prescott. I think this is more about Mike McCarthy wanting the control of the offense and taking control of the offense and taking control of the the offensive staff. And well, that, that's and the I, way I look at it. I, I, that's part of it. And I don't think Mike McCarthy is comfortable as a head coach standing on the sidelines, not having control of that offense and not calling his plays. Well, that's clear. He stood there with a play chart in his hand. If if he was comfortable, he wouldn't have a play chart in his hand. Right. He's got a He's got a down and distance play chart in his hand. Probably the exact same play chart that Kellen Moore was holding when he was calling the plays. Well, there's no doubt it's the same one. Yeah. So, if he was comfortable with it just being Kellen Moore calling the plays, he knows what those plays are. He's got a headset on. He didn't have to carry a play chart, but he did. Mm -hmm. He never turned loose that play chart. So, to your point, you're right. He was not comfortable letting somebody else operate the offense. So... And maybe, maybe Kellen Moore had the cho- the choice when given the choice to stay but relinquish the play calling duties, and he said, I don't think so. And that's when they went, okay, well, then let's go a different direction, and you can go a different direction. Look, Kellen Moore's going to get a job. He's going to get a job. Oh, there's a ton of OC jobs out there. And he will get one in a hurry. Uh, it, he will. And so this, I think, for me – and maybe I'm reading way too much into this, but for me, this is about Mike McCarthy, this becoming Mike McCarthy's coaching staff, therefore this becoming Mike McCarthy's football team. We're going to find out. I, I don't – I'm not buying that yet. Okay, but they just got rid of six I, coaches. I don't, I don't care. I'm not buying it. This is not Mike McCarthy's football team. Whose is it? It's Jerry Jones' football team. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll circle back to that for certain. But I want to get to this real quick. Uh, Robert says, uh, uh, let's see, what's he say? I'm right there with you, Tom. I live in Central Texas for a reason. I don't want snow or ice. Uh, <laughs> and Stop then, it. And then this guy, Justin, says, let's see what Justin's got on his mind. Justin says, uh, he's a longhorn, so he can cry. Talking about uh, uh, uh Oh, oh, Osai. So there you go. All right. We're going to switch gears. We're going to talk some Baylor basketball. We're going to do that with Jerry Hill coming up in just a couple of minutes. Then we will get back to some football, and we'll do that uh, before the top of the hour. And then at the top of the hour, by the way, we're going to have Kevin Johnson on the program. 
Kevin is the uh, new head football coach at Lorena. We'll talk to Kevin coming up around 8 o'clock. So we got plenty to do here in the uh, in the program on a Monday morning from ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time, and, and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby had when somebody asked him, the late Hall of Famer, they said, what are you doing in the offseason? He said, I sit at the window. <laughs> And I watched seasons change, and I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Quarterback injuries doomed the 49ers to a 31-7 loss to the Eagles. Philadelphia is headed to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in franchise history. The Eagles will face Kansas City for the NFL title as the Chiefs hit a field goal in the final eight seconds to survive the Bengals 23-20. It'll be the Chiefs' third Super Bowl in four years. 
Reports indicate that Kellen Moore will not return as the Cowboys' offensive coordinator. Those same reports indicate the contract for quarterback coach Doug Nussmeyer will not be renewed. Baylor basketball is on the road tonight in Austin against the Longhorns. Tip-off is 8 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. It is 737. Welcome back in. This is game time here on a Monday morning. And we're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we welcome into the program Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you? And uh, happy Monday. I appreciate it, Tommy. It's a little bit uh, a little bit chilly this morning. A little frost on the pumpkin. It, it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> as Butchie would say. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. Exactly. <laughs> Let's start with the women. Five and double yeah. figures, 8,000 plus on hand to honor that that championship team and mm-hmm. boy all of that all of those distractions all that stuff and and Nikki Collins team goes out and plays really really well and gets it done yeah I think this might have been one of their better games and this is kind of how I think she envisions this team being not you know Sarah Andrews has had to carry the team a lot but uh this is the kind of balanced scoring that she wants to have and uh yeah, I, I thought both ends, they probably played maybe their best game of the year, winning by 20 on the road at Tech. Uh, you know, a team that's been pretty competitive in the Big 12 this year. Uh, they actually had a chance, I believe, to tie uh, Baylor if they had won that game. So, I mean, they're, they've are they been very competitive in the league, and, and then maybe that's a good sign that Baylor's turning the page because they're, you know, turning the corner because um, I think that was a good win to come back and, and play Kansas here on Wednesday. Big win for the Bears and a good win for the Bears against Arkansas. And and how much does that help this team going forward, having to gut it out like that on your home floor, but go ahead and know that you can get those type of wins? Yeah, Ward, uh, you know, I was thinking, uh, and I think the question was even asked uh, to, to Coach Drew after the game, you know, TCU, K-State, you weren't able to pull those out. And those were home games as well. And, and for them to, you know, like you said, kind of gut that one out, um, you know, it wasn't a real pretty game, shot the ball really poorly, um, but you, you found a way to win. I mean, Arkansas shot over 50%. You shot just a little bit over 30, maybe 33%, and you won that game. And part of it was, you know, Arkansas's turnovers. Um, Baylor, you know, scored some on the, you know, off the offensive rebounds, things like that. And then, Boy, there at the there at the end, you know, Keontae George became that guy that uh, you know you know he can be, and and you know he that's the reason there were you know thirty something scouts there watching him and other players in that game. But uh, he just kind of took over in that two minute stretch and scored seven points and and really kind of willed them to that win. Talk about the 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 growth of this team, and, and you know you you mentioned the two two home losses, but and again, they didn't shoot the ball well. But again, another big day on the offensive glass. Another big day of forcing turnovers. Another big day of second chance points. Another big day of getting to the free throw line. They did all the other things really, really well to propel them to this win where maybe early in the year they weren't doing that. Right. And, I, and you did it, you know, again on a on a day. when And you're going to have some guys that don't make shots. But, I mean, Adam Flagler really struggled. I think he was one for 11, something like that. Uh, but they they still found a way to win, and I think 
Tommy, one of the big deals in this six-game winning streak has been Jalen Bridges really, you know, kind of coming through and, and really kind of becoming the player you thought he would be and is now. You know, this is what you saw at West Virginia for the most part for a couple of years. And, and uh, you know, they need him. Uh, as good as a, that set of guards are, they need more, you know, inside presence. They need somebody else. And he can also give you the three-point shooting. But, yeah, I think a big part of this six-game winning streak, if you look at his numbers during that during that stretch, I think that's been one of the the big keys. Now, I'll say one thing, too, about the last couple of games. Man, the crowd has been amazing. Over 10,000 for both of those, near-record crowd, um, you know, Saturday and, and you know, um, you know, well over 10,000 for the Kansas game Monday. That's been back-to-back. That's probably well. I'm sure it is. That's that's as good a back-to-back home crowd as Baylor's ever had. Talking about Jalen Bridges for just a second, you know he had 10.7 rebounds in the last two or three games. He's been in double figures. This is a guy that can score the basketball, but with with these guards playing as well as they are, do they need more offensive production from Jalen Bridges, or is this kind of what Scott was looking for? 10, 12 points, eight, 10 rebounds a game. Is, is is that the productivity he wants or needs, or is he looking for more? I think there's games where you need more, Tom. I mean, as long as your guards are hitting, as long as you've got two or three of those guys going, you don't need Jalen Bridges to score 20 and grab you know 13 rebounds or anything, but you need the consistency. But then, you know, every once in a while, um, he's going to need to score, you know, 15 or 20 points per game. So I think it's more on a game by game basis, um, you know, more than just you expect this every night. But I think there's times where, you know, if, if LJ is not hitting, if Adam's not hitting like he did uh, the other day, if Keontae is struggling and, and all those things happened and, and, you know, length and love uh, did not have a great game Saturday. So, if a couple of those guys are off, you need Jalen to really step up and, and be more of an offensive threat. Um, you need uh, Josh. Uh, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. We have everyday John, and we just have Josh. Um, <laughs> Josh needs to produce more on the offensive end if if they need it. You know, I mean, it's not like you're putting pressure on them to have to do it. But there's games where you know two or three of those guys are off the guards, and then you need those guys to step up. Quick turnaround tonight, head to Austin, take on a good Longhorn team. And, and how how do you wad that one up, throw it in the trash can? I know you want to carry a little bit of momentum, but yeah. you, you've got to have that defense travel for you tonight. Yeah, and that's that struggle in, in the Big 12 SEC Challenge is right there in the middle of the Big 12. It's just a just a weird thing. But, uh, you know, man, it went went pretty well for the Big 12 this time. <laughs> but, yeah, it is, Ward. And, of course, they, they played, uh, you know, at Tennessee, too, so – so they traveled and and now they're coming back, you know, two days later to play and at least they're at home. But uh, yeah, I do think you have to put that one uh, aside. It was a nice win, a good, you know, another, another huge, um, you know, win that helps your resume uh, beating Arkansas, because I think that's a, that's a NCAA tournament team and maybe a really good NCAA tournament team. That's one that I know after the game, there were several people who said, that's not a team you want to play in the NCAA tournament. Because they're really good. But, yeah, then you turn your heads to Texas. And, and this, like you said, this is a really good Texas team. Um, you know, they, uh, they you know, obviously lost to Rick Barnes in, in Tennessee uh, on Saturday. But this is a very talented team. A lot of transfers. 
Um, you know, they brought in a lot of different guys from different places. Uh, interesting enough, Baylor saw Marcus Carr, you know, this summer uh, in uh, was that Canada? Yeah, that was in the Global Jam. They they faced Marcus Carr twice actually, um, and he's their leading scorer with 17.3 points per game. Uh, but yeah, a lot of transfers, and then you know Rodney Terry now taking over as the head coach. Spent a little time here in Waco, a couple of years with Harry Miller, a long time ago. Um, but you know that was the start of the Big Twelve, and and so he was here for a couple of years, and has been, uh, you know, been a head coach before. Uh, Fresno State, I know, and maybe UTEP. Um, but yeah, he takes over, and he's got a he's got a really talented team, and and might be the best team in the league. You mentioned Texas losing to Tennessee, but uh, the Big Twelve didn't lose many. Seven and three. What does that yeah. say? And it's done. I mean, uh, the yeah. Big Twelve SEC challenge unfortunately is over. Uh, it's now the big right. the SEC ACC challenge in December next year. But with that said, the the uh, the Bears went eight and two, by the way. Uh, but this year, seven and three. Does does yeah. that send a message to to the rest of the country? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've kind of joked or talked about, you know, this league deserves, you know, eight or nine bids. And, man, I mean, you got uh, Tech won a game. Tech won, you know, Texas Tech won a game when they haven't been able to win in the Big 12. Oklahoma beats number two Alabama. Uh, Convincingly. You know, got a nice win. I mean, it was it was a great day for the Big 12. Of course, you know, what you saw, Tommy, too, was I think there might have been only a couple of road teams that won, um, you know, so, so a lot of those really good big 12 wins were at home. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was an amazing day. And it, and like I said, you know, we've talked about this team deserves that many. I think on that day, you saw that and you saw the depth of the league, you know, when you do have an Oklahoma beating an out a number two ranked Alabama team and, and beat them badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, final thought on this, uh, Baylor, Texas game tonight. Uh, Baylor's going to play in the new arena tonight. Not having played there is is that a factor at all? Um, I mean, it can be. I I haven't been in there, so I don't know exactly. You know what what it looks like, what what it feels like in there. Um, you know they they would have gone down uh, yesterday and probably got at least a you know look at it and kind of a feel for it. I don't think that takes long. I, I'm not sure how much of a factor that is. You know, in basketball arenas. Um, you know, it certainly might take them a little bit of time, but uh, I, I think I don't think that will decide the game, though. You know, Baylor's won 12 of the last 13 games with Texas, uh, has really dominated the series after I think I think Texas had like a 24 game winning streak, and then since then Baylor I believe is 22 and eight. So you know, Baylor's kind of owned them of late, um, and and you know hope to continue that trend. But this will be a tough game playing on the road. You know, like, like you said, very little. Uh, you know, quick turnaround for both teams, but uh, this will be a tough one on the road. Jerry Hill, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the director of, of sports journalism. Jerry, what do you got coming up on the Insider? Well, we got uh, we got another magazine that we're working on, and um, have uh, several features in there. I have a profile on Glenn Moore, who's the uh, Baylor's longest tenured head coach, and also the all time winningest uh, head coach of the program. I also have a story on. Uh, the international impact uh, in track and field. They have you know a lot of great athletes from Nigeria, Jamaica, just all over the place. Um, and then uh, I do a, a story on acrobatics and tumbling, you know, how they come up with all these crazy things that they do. So it'll be a fun one. Uh, be coming out probably the end of this month or end of 
February 1st of March. So looking forward to that. Jerry, as always, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks, and uh, happy Monday. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Jerry Hill with us. It's uh, 748. We are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. By the way, coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's the John Moore Show, and John's going to have the voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way, on, and they'll talk about the, the big Monday matchup tonight, Baylor and Texas, and that'll be coming your way at 3. Matt Mosley's here at 4. Uh, we are uh, brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the uh, has been serving Central Texas for a, uh, well, since 1943. Think about that. 1943, that's four generations of Emory's, yeah, same family, serving you and taking care of you, and now they're doing it in their brand new First class location at 2003 South Loop 340 uh, on Highway 6 next to uh, Busby's Feed. It's a, it's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and those outstanding prices that you expect. This new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the uh, do-it-yourself products that you need, uh, that you know, bolts, nuts, washers, all those kind of things. And you'll also find the uh, the welding supplies that your job requires as well. They also have a great selection of rebar and accessories. Plus, they now stock sackcrete for those tr- those uh, jobs as well. Quality and reliability is what Pioneer Steel and Pipe is all about. Again, they've still got the great location down in Bryan, and now they're at 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. Check them out today. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, uh, open 24-7 at uh, pioneerboys.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. You know, it looks so great, solid white, the crowd, and they were just super loud. And Coach Drew talked about it in the post game, but it was an amazing crowd. And if you were there cheering on the Bears, you should you should be proud because that's what it's supposed to be like. Absolutely. And crowd gets an assist for that win last night. It was great. The student turnout was just terrific. Uh, really one of the best ever. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-Delicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models. All priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? 
But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Quarterback injuries doomed the 49ers to a 31-7 loss to the Eagles. Philadelphia is headed to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in franchise history. The Eagles will face Kansas City for the NFL title as the Chiefs hit a field goal in the final eight seconds to survive the Bengals 23-20. It'll be the Chiefs' third Super Bowl in four years. Reports indicate that Kellen Moore will not return as the Cowboys' offensive coordinator. Those same reports indicate the contract for quarterback coach Doug Nussmeyer will not be renewed. Baylor basketball is on the road tonight in Austin against the Longhorns. Tip-off is 8 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 7.54, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And it is time for... Did you know? Well, first off, gentlemen, did you know that on this day in 1969, the Beatles had their last public performance as a group ever? How about that? And it was an impromptu concert on On the rooftop rooftop of their recording studio in London. And in April of the following year, so a few months later, the the, uh, Paul McCartney announced that the group was formally broken up. So on this day in 1969, the Beatles' last public performance ever. Huh. Also on this day in 1994, uh, did you know that the Cowboys won Super Bowl 28 on this day when they defeated uh, the Buffalo Bills 30-13 to at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta? Who was the MVP of that game, guys? I don't remember. Gosh, that's a good question. Was it Emmett? It was Emmett Smith, 100, yeah. 132 rushing yards and two touchdowns in the win over Buffalo. And also on this day in 2000, the greatest show on turf won their Super Bowl in that 23-16 victory over the Titans. That game was also played at the Georgia Dome. Who was the quarterback? Kurt Warner. There you go. Who he was? I was going to ask you guys because he was also the MVP of the game as well. Just finished up sacking those groceries and came out and played quarterback. <laughs> you seen That's that good. movie? I have not. I still good. haven't seen it either. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then also, today, did you know that today is Phil Collins' birthday? The he greatness t- of Phil Collins. Yes. Turned 72. Wow. Today, he was born this day in 1951 in Chiswick, England. Saw him at the Lubbock Coliseum. Did you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Eight-time Grammy Award winner, three-time American Music Award winner, six-time British Music Award winner, Billboard Music, Golden Globes, and Academy Award winner as well. Yeah, I love this song. And then did you know that today is also President Franklin Delano Roosevelt's birthday? FDR. How about that? Born on this day in 1882 in Hyde Park, New York. He was the 32nd president of the United States. Uh, New Deal. And uh, he is the reason for a president not be, being able to have more than two terms terms mm-hmm. in the office. Mm-hmm. And then he was fifth cousins with the 26th president, President 
Theodore Roosevelt. And did you know that President FDR was also the first sitting president to fly in an airplane? How about that? Wow. Now you know. Have you seen that commercial with the Wright brothers? Yeah. Where they're, yeah. Where they're fighting over the armrest? <laughs> such yeah. a classic. That's great. That's great stuff. All right. 7.57. John's coming up in just a couple of minutes. I, look, we've talked about the AFC and NFC championship games here a little bit. Um, and I know we really haven't <laughs> broken it down. We'll get to it. we got two weeks. But do you have a early favorite a- and why? I don't yet. I Do don't. I, I mean, I would say Kansas City, but how healthy is two weeks in a yeah yeah Patrick Mahomes? I don't. I don't know. Um, I I just I I'm gonna have to pump the brakes a little bit. And I'm gonna say Philadelphia for me. Why? Just because the the pass rush that they have, their defense was dominant yesterday, and the offense still putting up 31 against a very good San Francisco defense. I think they're – Who got put in some bad spots yeah, abso- now. Absolutely, yes. I mean, you know, the quarterback dropping a shotgun snap mm-hmm. right in his hands yep. inside the 30-yard line. I mean, I-, I thought the 49er defense stood up as as tough as they could. Yeah. They just kept getting put in bad spots. Uh, I- I'm going to lean right now towards the Kansas City Chiefs Simply because they've got some they've got some guys that have been there, done that, and got got a couple more skins on the wall. I, I think you know, and it's uh, a and big arena. It you is, know. it is, and I I get all that. I I'm with you. I'm going to lean toward Kansas City as well. Now, um, we, early, but I mean, reserve the fact to change our mind. Yeah, we because, got two weeks. Yeah, I mean, if if it looks like he's not getting any better. It, May change it a little bit, but I'd still take a 80% Mahomes over a 100% Hurts. By golly, when he, he he was limping around and limping around and limping around, but when he needed to scramble, the, one of the huge plays in the football game, he gets that corner turned and he gets the first down and he gets out of bounds. I thought, wow, what a play from a guy that's probably about 65 or 70%. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's pretty gutsy. On the part of Mahomes, I mean, he, he, uh, he, he, there's no question who, who stirs the drink with that football team. It is all around Patrick Mahomes, oh, and yeah. then it goes from there. So, all right. Uh, seven, well, you heard Kelsey at the end of the game. Yeah. Mahomes' house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And some other stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, that, yeah. his main point, you know, right after that game was, hey, this is. This is still the dude. Yeah. And, and it's... Make no mistake about it. And this is still his team. This is yeah. his team. Well, and that's yeah. that's the other part of that statement. I mean, he, he's the best there is in the business right now. No doubt. Uh, quick thought here. Uh, totally off, off, the, off, the, off the track here. Uh, do y'all think Texas and OU leaving the Big 12 will positively impact the Big 12 recruiting and basketball since the Big 12 is such a dominant basketball conference. I don't know how it could positively. I don't either. I don't. Th- I, I think them leaving the Big 12 hurts the Big 12 straight across the board in every sport. I don't know that it hurts them in recruiting because, look, Baylor recruits at a high level. There's yeah, several teams I, that I recruit at a high level. I don't know that level. it changes the recruiting process. It's, I mean, come on. You, th- you think Bill Self in Kansas I is going to – I think to his point, yeah. he's saying, do they now have the upper hand in recruiting because they can say – Hey, you can play in the SEC, and the SEC 
is a better league than the Big 12. Well, it's not. It is. In basketball? Well, it, it's in, not even in, remotely close in, in, in basketball. In, in football. And, it is in football. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can make that argument in football, but he was asking about basketball. Oh, well, I don't. I, I don't. There's no way. There's no way that I, I, I just think, don't think it will hurt him. I don't. No, I, I don't. I don't know that it's going to help him, but no. I don't think it's going to hurt him. No. You agree? Yeah. I, I don't. I, I think it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it hurts him straight Who'd across you say the wins board. The Super Bowl? I don't know. <laughs> I think it hurts him across the board, though. Because of the lack, the well, there's a lack of presence of a t-shirt school, yeah, right? The, the banner schools, yeah, the blue bloods. Well, and, and and there's there's we will have to wait and see exactly how everybody responds to those two schools not being in the league I, with I, the addition of the other. But that's two years I, away, those, right? Yeah, th- those yeah. others are not going to make up for Texas, and they're not going to make up for Oklahoma. Not. 8 o'clock. John Morris is here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, plus Baylor basketball in the spotlight again tonight on Big Monday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with the deal of all deals. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on the new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with second and third row seating options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening. Happening now at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. A busy weekend in Baylor athletics that spills into tonight with Baylor basketball coming off the 67-64 win over Arkansas on Saturday. Part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Now back in league play tonight, headed to Austin to play the Texas Longhorns. Here's head coach Scott Drew on UT. Well, I mean, they got they got great guards, really experienced team. Um, I think the 11th oldest team in the country or something like that. And, um, I mean, early on, they beat Arkansas in a scrimmage by, what, 40 or something. So, I mean, it's a team that knows what they're doing. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, they've changed some things up a little bit. Rodney's adjusted some things. So, uh, it'll be a typical big Monday uh, uh, game. I know with their new facility, everybody – uh, has been really impressed with the atmosphere they have and the home court advantage. And I know our pavilion will be very similar to that. Um, so uh, I know on the road, you got to do a good job taking care of what you can take care of, try to keep the crowd out of it. 
Scott Drew and the Bears in action in Austin tonight, taking on Texas on Big Monday. We're on the air at 7.30 tonight, tip-off at 8 here on ESPN Central Texas, television tonight on ESPN. The Baylor women also coming off a big win on Saturday, 79-59 over Texas Tech in Lubbock. Double doubles for Caitlin Bickle and Dariana Littlepage-Bugs. 16 in the game for Jade Owens, 13 for Sarah Andrews, 10 for Bella Fauntleroy. For the Baylor women, now 14-6 on the year, 5-3 in Big 12 play, hosting Kansas Wednesday in the Farrell Center. Also from the weekend, 12th-ranked Baylor men's tennis knocks off number 9 Florida State 4-2 to advance to the ITA Nationals. Women's tennis falls for love to top-ranked Texas in Austin on Saturday. Baylor Equestrian records wins over UT Martin in South Dakota State and track and field's trip to the Razorback Invitational highlighted by Coy Johnson's gold medal in the women's triple jump her leap of 42-8 wins the event in Fayetteville. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Austin and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 8.06. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Welcome into hour two of the program. Brought to you by Alan Samuels, and we welcome into the show the uh, new head football coach and athletic director of Lorena High School, Coach Kevin Johnson. First of all, Coach, good morning and congratulations. Well, thank you, Tom, and good morning to you guys. First of all, you didn't have to go very far uh, to move into your new office, now did you? No, I actually did not. No, that's not too far of a move uh, to do that. Uh, it'd be nice when I can actually pick up a little bit and can move into that office. Still <laughs> juggling two positions right now, but it, it, it would transition here pretty quick. It'd be all right. Hey, hey, Kevin, seriously, right off the bat, why was this the right time to do this for, for you and your family? Well, you know, getting out a while back was really made decision was made because of family and some health issues and some things going on. And uh, now over here, just being is uh, the part that I've played and, and being involved here at Lorena the entire time. Uh, and then obviously with Ray just kind of leaving, this just felt like a good time uh, to do that and uh, know the kids well, know the coaching staff, all that. Part of the part of the deal was to try to keep some continuity here and keep things kind of moving um, the way uh, Ray has been able to kind of get some things established. So uh, it just, I mean, just all the pieces of the puzzle kind of work together and just happened to be the right time. And uh, I think people like you, those that have known me <laughs> a long time, I mean, the itch has always uh, been there. And, you know, I was I was doing the principal gig and coaching for eight years with Ray. And then, you know, COVID hits and things are kind of crazy after that. And I've, I've missed it greatly since then. So uh, this was just a good time to kind of transition whole hardly into it and just kind of worked out just the right timing for it coach how many of the coaches on the staff are you able to retain are you trying to fill those voids right now before all season starts well i mean we're i feel like we're in good shape right now we're we're hoping that that kind of stays the way it is now that was part of the plan coming in is uh got a bunch of uh good people out there people been with ray for a while and uh 
kudos to all those guys because uh, all the coaches and the the kiddos, man, they they just move right along uh, without missing a beat through this uh, time and uh, continue to work and do the things uh, that they need to do, knew that need to be done to make sure the kids are getting what they uh, need to get. And so uh, all that's really good. I'm hoping for a pretty smooth transition there. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm hoping we're not having any issues with that. Obviously, you're going to put your stamp on the program when you as the head football coach and AD, uh, but. For the fan in the stand on a typical Friday night, how different will your football team look than what it looked a year ago? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know that you're going to come out there and you're going to just see a ton of difference in that. You know, again, uh, throughout the years, I've kind of been involved in that offensive philosophy, defense philosophy, are kind of things that uh, that kind of been a part of and things that I kind of believe in. And so, for the most part. I don't foresee seeing a ton of change uh, with all that. Now, you know, you always have to adjust a little bit based on some of the kids and, uh, you know, hopefully knock on wood, we're not having any injuries or things like that. You got to adjust. But for as the most part, you know, I hope that, you know, when they come out, they're going to realize we're going to play hard. Kids are going to understand that. We're going to buy in. And uh, from start to finish, uh, that's the way it's going to be. We're going to play hard the entire time and uh, want to be well-disciplined and just make sure that we're not doing things to shoot ourselves in the foot. Uh, but as far as overall scheme and things looking at, I don't know that from a spectator standpoint, you'll really notice a ton of difference there. You know, we're still going to be kind of multiple on offense spread looking and then defensively, we're going to be able to just, you know, you know bring a little pressure and uh, get after you a little bit. Coach, I know that the offseason is a little bit different for you guys because of the fact you have so many athletes that are multi-sport athletes. But how important is it to have those multi-sport athletes? Oh no! It, I mean, at a school our size, it's huge, and I've never, uh, I've never shied away from our kids being involved in things. I just think the more that they're out working and competing, uh, the bottom line is that when you're involved in competitions and contests and you're competing all the time, that that's a positive thing for you. So the more you do that, the better you get at it. Uh, obviously, it's a it's a balance, but for us. Uh, we get a lot of those kids, you know, we've got a lot in basketball right now and our basketball team's playing really, really good. Uh, and you go out there and you watch them, they're competing and they're getting after it. And, uh, you know, that, that doesn't bother us. It'll, it'll be nice when you get them all back together towards into spring will kind of be important heading into the summer, kind of getting everybody back together and kind of getting, uh, you know, the, the football part of that, uh, kind of organized and getting everybody kind of laid out will be, uh, crucial at that point. But right now we're, uh, you know, the staff, the entire staff with all the sports are good about the kids uh, lifting and working out, you know, all the uh, strength and conditioning things that we need to do as well as their in-sports stuff. So I think we're balancing that well, and we've always done that with our kids because our kids are involved in a ton of things uh, with the soccer, baseball. Springs is busy in track, but uh, it's good. And we've got a good nucleus that are out, you know, just doing straight off-season stuff as well right now. Talking with Kevin Johnson, the new head football coach and athletic director of the uh, Lorena Leopards. Coach, uh, Kevin, you, you've got a very unique perspective, and I, I'm curious to, to, to hear what you have to say. From, from the admin side of it, as well as a coach's perspective, the winning that has taken place, particularly over the last couple of years in Lorena, how has that affected the classroom, the grades, uh, the oh. participation and all the other things, and just the overall – life of a student of a of a student in the Lorena ISD yeah I, I think everybody understands success breeds success um and then you know you look at our total 
extracurricular participation numbers. And, you know, we have over 85% of our kids that are doing, you know, things in, in, in multiple things, not just athletics. But when you're having the success you are uh, that we've had in the athletic, all that stuff bleeds over into the school. The, the pride, um, you know, the spirit, all that. And then, and then the fact of just making sure that when you're working that hard and doing all those things on the athletic field, you come in, you're taking care of your business in the classroom. And we've always been blessed with kids like that. I mean, they understand the academics is – first priority uh and they do a great job of balancing all that but uh it makes for it just makes for a better culture and everything else when things are going well i think everybody kind of understands that and it's it's really it's really been a very positive thing for us and you know obviously we've been able to excel with all the state accountability and all that as well as the athletics and they, they go hand in hand and when the kids are successful and feeling good about themselves they come over and take care of the business in the classroom and uh, we are very blessed in our school and our community to have those kind of kids and then the families that support that and have the expectations of kids being able to do both and do them well so that helps out tremendously kevin has it has it affected the growth of the community well we're honestly we're growing uh, you know, I always hear that people are always telling us, man, y'all are, y'all are fixing to be busting at the same. We've got a lot of development happening. Uh, but the actual growth of kids, the enrollment number coming in is, it is growing, but it's not like people would think. Uh, and, and it's rather unusual from that standpoint, but in Lorena, really all we have are a bunch of homes, uh, and there are not a lot of business things, uh, going on or happening here in Lorena. So, some of that growth, um, it's just going to take some time. But there are some developments and some things within our district that are taking place right now. And I imagine, we, you know, we're planning on seeing some of that. It's just it's a slow move. You know, some schools, it happens, like, really, really fast. And it's just like, boom, and here you're, you're dealing with it. With us, it hadn't. And it, it, it's actually made it somewhat easy to kind of um, project a little bit of the growth and make some plans for – you know, like when you got a plan for classroom sizes and things like that, it's been okay. But who knows? At any time, some of these subdivisions we've got building up, all of a sudden we could have a, a ton of them come in, and, and you know, that would be interesting. Hey, thanks. I, I know you're incredibly busy uh, wearing two hats. Uh, I just wanted to get you on. And number one, I want to congratulate you. We're excited for you and, and look forward to working with you again uh, from uh, from your days uh, across town. <laughs> and, and, and now it yeah. should be a lot of fun. Uh Again, and we just wanted to congratulate you on the on the new gig. Well, guys, I, I greatly appreciate that. I'm uh, feel very blessed, and I'm very excited, and uh, we're going to hit the ground running and do good things here. Sounds good, Kevin. Thanks. Have a great day. All right, y'all as well. Talk to you soon. That's Kevin Johnson, the uh, head coach of the Lorena Leopards. He's the head football coach and athletic director. Moves over from the principal's position, but he's not quite moved over yet uh, until they. You know, they now Ward and Ryan, they got to take time and they got to go find the right person to to head up the school uh, in that principal's role. And you know, that's it's not a decision you you come to in twenty minutes. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna take some time it. and get it done. But until then, he's he's gonna serve in in a dual capacity. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he's gonna be busy. Good luck. Yeah. But it's not uh, going to be an easy task. Well, as you know, he was a very successful head coach over mm-hmm. in Conley for yep. years before he made the move over to Lorena. So uh, good luck to uh, to Kevin Johnson. All right. Uh, 816, this is game time. We are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Ooh, ooh, man, doesn't that sound good today on a Monday? 
It is cold. It is yucky. But man, oh man, after all those games yesterday and over the weekend with with the Big 12 SEC Challenge and the conference playoff games, how about a sports conversation and a good old-fashioned hamburger with some fries from Double R Old-Fashioned Hamburgers? I say that because I promise you, uh, they're probably prepping things as we speak, and they're talking about the games. I mean, they're, they're ready to go. I mean, there's like a little talk show going on right now at 1810 Harry. They, they just love their sports, and they're going to talk about it, and you can get into a great conversation. I mean, as soon as you hit the door, hey, how you doing? What would you think of? And that's kind of what they do. And then, oh, by the way, they serve the best burger in town. Why is it the best burger in town? Well, many reasons, but number one, is they're not gonna they're not gonna cook that burger or prepare that burger until you order that burger. It is everything's fresh. The ingredients are fresh. The burgers fresh. It's just that kind of deal. And you can have it any way you want it. You may want mustard, mayonnaise, and ketchup. All three. You may want it. I don't, but you may want it that way. And you can have it that way. You certainly can. You can have it any way you want it. You can have it with grilled onions. You can have it with no onions. It's just what you prefer. They can take care of you. You want to slide a piece of bacon in on that burger? You could certainly do that as well. It's just great stuff. It's double our old-fashioned hamburgers. And oh, by the way, with spring coming up, they're going to they're get right back into all the, the, great, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the great opportunities for you uh, in, in a catering situation. Maybe you got a wedding, a graduation, or a birthday party coming up and you want to cater, they can do burgers. They can do anything in their catering department at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Phone number at Double R is 753-1603. That's 753-1603. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor Women's Basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. 
Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, it's 822. Boy, this has been a busy sports day, has it? <laughs> Why are you, you laughing? Are so, because you're so wound up this it, morning. It is. It's a great day for sports. We've had <laughs> NFL football. We've had college basketball. We've had, we've had a coach being let go. Uh, a coordinator. I, I'd say let go. They agreed to. Did not agree. No, they didn't. He got fired. He got fired. Adios. So, uh, it's just a shiny way of saying adios. <laughs> adios. Yeah. <laughs> Thank See you. Ya. All right. But right now, we're going to switch gears, and, and, and Stephanie's going to talk sports. She's going <laughs> to dive deep, deep, deep into. Into something about sports. So on Friday, I, see, I left that open for you to fill in the blank. Well, listen, on uh-huh. Friday we had a listener do went on the text line and said Stephanie should do something on mascots, college. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. So I just picked up five teams because I've just went through the playoffs, and I'm going to tell you about them. Did you know that an NFL mascot their starting salary is at sixty thousand dollars? $60,000, and they're only at the home games. We could do that. We could be a mascot. You now. could be a mascot. <laughs> you could be a mascot. So, okay, we know that the Dallas Cowboys, their mascot is Rowdy, but do you remember Crazy Ray back in the day? Boy, do I ever. He yeah, was, he was he, greatness. He was greatness. He was greatness. He was, uh, he was actually, unof- he was the unofficial mascot, but 
He was there at every single home game from 1962 to till he passed away in 2007. And then Rowdy became the actual mascot in, um, doesn't really say. I think he got there yeah. when they opened AT&T, but I'm not positive about that. I don't remember seeing him at Texas State. No, but I, I man, I, I mean, vividly remember seeing Crazy Ray. He, He'd start whistling and all that stuff. He'd get the crowd going. Oh. I mean, he was great. So See, anyway. I got to go to I got to go to several Cowboy games when when they were affordable. Uh, right. <laughs> that would have been early Texas Stadium days. Right. But Crazy Ray was there at every single game. Do you even know who he is, Ron? Never heard of him till this uh, moment. Oh, you're gonna have to YouTube it and look it up. So okay, and then of course He can go to the where to look that up? The YouTubes, the okay. Googles. Um and then of course my team I I lost my picks yesterday with you guys on another note. So, and You're not one, the only one. <laughs> I know, right? Poor, not to get off subject, but I felt so bad for the 49ers yesterday. They just could not get a break, so help them God. I and, didn't. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. I think this one is one of my favorite mascots in the NFL, the Tiger. He is so stinking cute. I watched him yesterday. He had the crowd going. And you know what they call him? No. Who day? Oh, I knew that. Who I, I've heard that Who before, day? but I didn't know they called their mascot that, that. His name is Who, Who day, day after the chant they do, which is Who Day think they're going to beat them Bengals. Anyways, that's how Who Day got his name. I, I want to be Who Day for a day. Just a day. You could. Who Day for I one day? I think I could because I've got some dance skills and moves that I can. Wait a minute. I do. Questionable. I got moves like Jagger. I can get get that crowd like going. Who? Moves like Jagger. <laughs> you know, that's there's a song in there. There is. All right, the San Francisco 49ers. Now, this guy's kind of cute, kind of scary. Sourdough Sam. He started back in 1994, and he's a representation of, you know, when they gold struck gold. Yep. So, and they call him Sourdough Sam. And you know why they call him Sourdough Sam? Because San Francisco makes the best sourdough bread. There you go. There you go. It's, have Didn't you ever, know that. Yes. I thought they only had rice aroni. No. It's, it's, it's a Francisco treat. treat. It's a treat. It's a treat. They do. If you ever go to San Francisco, go to the wharf. They have the best sourdough bread in clam chowder. The best. Okay. I like sourdough bread. Yeah, I do too. And of course, this cute little figure, Swoop, the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you see him yesterday? His debut was in 1995, and they say that he likes to be the center of attention at all times. <laughs> get it? I, yeah, get I it? get it. Okay. And then, of course, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, in 1989, the Chiefs switched from war paint and the horse riding over to this mouse. Wolf. Wolf. And they call him <laughs> KC Wolf. But he looks like a mouse, kind of. Have you seen him? He looks yes. like the Philadelphia Phillies, whatever that thing yes. is. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Fanatic? The yeah, fanatic. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, anyways, he um, he's out there. But that's it. That's all I got. Just those. I just figured I'd go on the those five. What's the most popular, Tom will know this, high school mascot? Tiger. In, in the nation. Bull, Tiger. Bulldog. In the nation. No. Longhorn. Eagle. No. Eagles. Eagles, Eagles? number one. Eagles, yeah. yeah. What's number two? 1,486 Eagles. Bulldog. Uh, number two is Tigers. Tigers. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Keep going. You just said number three. Bulldog. Bulldog, Bulldog yeah. three. Lions. Uh, Panthers, actually, uh, number four. Uh, okay. Panthers, all right. Wildcats, Temple, number five in the nation. Okay. Warriors, number six. How about that? Lions, you just mentioned uh-huh. them, number seven. 
Indians. Still oh, at number eight. Oh, I like that. How about that? Alvarado. Yeah. Alvarado. Riesel. Riesel, yeah. Cougars, number nine. Lots of Cougars you can Oh, absolutely. Uh, the China Knights. Spring, Rosebud yeah. Lot. Yeah. The Knights, number 10. Harker Heights. Yeah. See, and that's the only one I ever think of is Harker Heights. I didn't mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know that that's would be. That's a lot of animal mascots right there. Yeah. <laughs> Trojans, number 11. How about yep. that? What about they have Vikings or Patriots in that top 20? Uh, I think so. Mustangs, 12. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Falcons, 13. So. Vikings, you just mentioned, 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Who else were you looking for? Like they have like a, the Patriots. Uh, I don't Warriors. see. Nah, nah. I think Cardinals. there's only like Warriors might be in there. Cardinals number fifteen. Really? Oh. Yeah, I didn't think they would be that high. Did Me you? neither. No. Raiders sixteen. Rams seventeen. That's. Yeah. I I thought Rams might be higher. Spartans number eighteen. Really? Ah. How about that? Pirates number nineteen. Makes sense. I thought that'd be a little higher. Yeah, me We're, too. Pirates. I can only think of Crawford. Crawford, La Granberry, La Vega, La Vega. That's right. They are the Pirates, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Modoc. Hornets, number twenty. Sure. Gatesville. Okay. Holland. So there's your top twenty That's... mascots. Hornets. Trojans. Trojans were in there. They okay. were in there. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the most popular? Who the most popular NFL mascot is? Which I thought Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> Worldwide. Yep. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. That Ram is the most popular one next to the Philadelphia Eagles as far as fan favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't see it. According how. to the Googles, I don't see it either. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm still going for the Tiger. I'm going for the Cowboys. Anything the Cowboys do is number one. Always you, is. You're just going for the cheerleaders. Don't lie. <laughs> okay. And? And? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Anyways, that's just a little bit of knowledge. Who do you think is going to get that offensive coordinator's job? For Dallas? Yeah. I have no idea. Really? Thought you, I thought you'd be all over that. No. Nah, I was watching my Bengals yesterday lose. Your Bengals? Yeah, I did adopted them. What, about two weeks ago? That's your fault. Exactly. You know, okay, maybe. But they put up a good fight, but I got to hand it to Mahomes. I mean, that last play he did to get him for that field goal, he took it. He took one for the team. So, you know. I'm, I, I'm gonna go for Kansas City just because they have the oomph and the fire, and I like Mahomes. But yeah. like Tom said earlier, we have two weeks left, so I could change my mind. Well, there you go. When she breaks the game down for us, <laughs> <laughs> but I am excited because it's the first Super Bowl that two brothers are playing against each other. Yep, Kelsey's. Yep, the Kelsey's. That's awesome. So, I what? What's awesome well, about it? It's not the first Super Bowl that two brothers have played. Against who was the, Who was the first one? That would be the Harbaugh's. Well, they were, I guess, the coaches, yeah. Uh, They're well, still playing against each other. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. but I mean, like, on an actual field, aren't they the first? You don't think the coaches are on the actual field? <laughs> I mean, what, were they coaching from I mean, the Raptors? They, really, they weren't, like, suited up playing the game. Oh. But I, I see what you're saying, yeah. I get it. I remember that. The Harbaugh Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Which Harbaugh won? Yeah, I don't know. Harbaugh. All right. Here you go. Hey, be careful today. It could be icy. John Ryan, won, by the way. John did? It was. Uh, Ryan might be right today. The ice might be coming, so be careful. It's cold out there. Oh, it's going to be sunny in 75. He's, Leave it alone. He's not Mike going to be right. He's definitely right. <laughs> yeah. Leave it alone. Tom thinks it's going to be sunny in 75 in the next few hours. Yeah. It is. Are we going to bet on it? No. 6, 8.32. <laughs> See, like, go sell something.
<laughs> right. <laughs> ah, it's 8.32. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Circle Drug. Locally owned, locally operated, your favorite independent pharmacy in all of Central Texas. They're at 3211 Robinson Drive, offering great service, great product at a great price. And then there's those, those little things that they do. The free delivery to your home or to your office. Uh, they can do it for you. There's a... Uh, there's, you know, they have diabetes testing supplies there. Uh, they have walkers and wheelchairs. And and they've got, you know, if you need a vaccine, they can do it for you right there at Circle Drug. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 to 6 and Saturday 9 to 2. I love their hours. They realize that, you, that, you know, we're all out there working. And, you know, if you don't get off work till 5, it's kind of hard to get by there and, and get a prescription filled. So they stay open till 6. And they know that a lot of us work on a, a half a day on Saturday. So they don't close up at noon. They close at 2. Those are just some of the cool things that they do for you. You know, when you, you, when you go to, to Circle Drug, you can go in the store. You can go to the walk-up window. You can go through the drive-thru. Or they'll come out to your vehicle. I never, just, it's, a, it, it's just locally. It's local folks taking care of local folks. I mean, that's just the simple way of putting it when you deal with the uh, uh, Doc Everett and the gang over at Circle Drug. Again, they're at 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number. Next time you need a prescription field, tell your, your doctor to call it into Circle Drug at 662-0774. That's Circle Drug. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big like umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five four. I ain't got nothing to say. Two, three, I'm still five, thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. The wind blew her down the road. <laughs> That's where she ran into the car. <laughs> ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Super Bowl 57 will pit the Eagles against the Chiefs. Philadelphia beat the 49ers 31-7 for the NFC title. And Kansas City edged the Bengals 23-20 for the AFC Championship. Reports indicate that Kellen Moore will not return as the Cowboys offensive coordinator. Those same reports indicate the contract for quarterback coach Doug Nussmeyer will not be renewed. Baylor basketball is on the road tonight in Austin against the Longhorns. Tip-off is 8 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. With a doubleheader sweep of Navarro yesterday, the MCC baseball team is off to a 2-1 start under new head coach Tyler Johnson. The McLennan softball team won two and lost two in their season opening tournament. Their Sunday game against Butler was halted with MCC leading 8-4 due to an illness of two opposing players. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service. Good feet and advanced foundation repair. Day 38, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through this Monday. Uh, Ward is our uh, staff meteorologist, by the way. Uh, Ward, what's the latest on the weather info? It's going to ice. <sighs> you're, you're, for, you're certain of it. You're certain. You're guaranteeing it. I would not bet against it. Oh, so that's a little different answer. Okay, I'm certain. Are you? Is it a thousand percent chance? Um, or pretty close to a thousand percent? I wouldn't say a thousand percent chance. <laughs> Flight rain or freezing rain before noon, and the chance of rain showers, freezing rain, and sleep between noon and three. Then freezing rain after three o'clock. Cloudy highs near thirty-three. Lows down in uh, around. 30 tonight, maybe a little bit colder. Is the ground cold enough to freeze yet? I think by the time it starts falling, it will be. But 33, uh, you know, it's... Well, I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, I would rather, you know, you've been on the... Tonight, there's about a 50% chance of freezing rain, but tomorrow there's a 100% chance and 90% chance Tuesday night. Really? Huh. Today's not the. Today's not the day. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah, I, I, it. Look, it's already in the Metroplex, coming down pretty good. So, how long does that take to get here? That's going to be the question. It, see, it's going to stop somewhere between Hillsboro and West. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to stop. 
Just say, yep, that's far enough. Yeah. Gonna make a left turn, a right turn, and head out to West Texas. Okay. It's not gonna get here. Not gonna make it, huh? Mm, which, man, I just, I don't know, don't want it. I, I, you know, and you've been, you've been talking about snow for two months. You know what? I'm okay with the white powdery stuff. Yes. I just don't want to go slipping and sliding I'm, all I'm over not, the place. I'm not excited about freezing rain at all. I don't. The, the ice is just too much. You can walk outside to take the trash out and break a leg. I mean, yeah, it, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. No, the ice is no fun. No. Snow, come on. I'll take all you got. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> take all you got. Six feet of snow at Ward White's <laughs> house. Everywhere else, six inches. <laughs> Pile it up. All right. All right, so that's what's coming up. I mean, we got some of that. Yeah, and look, if it if it starts getting bad overnight, just stay off the roads. Yeah. There's there's nothing you need that bad. We're not we can't we're not equipped to do that. We don't drive in it enough. Mm-mm. We're just not equipped to do that. And you have a Ryan has a truck, I have a truck, and they're light, you know, in the back, obviously. Yeah, there that's a, you certainly don't need to be on the road no. in a truck. No. Unless so, you have a big four wheel drive, and then it's not even. So Ward will be here tomorrow by himself. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my. We, I mean, we'll we'll get here somehow, I guess. And, and maybe, <laughs> maybe not. We'll see. The worst part is if it's you know, and you've seen this before. You get here or you get to work. And then as the then day you can't get home, you can't get home. Yeah, you've seen that before. That uh, that's no fun either. So I hope everybody's got enough wood for their fireplaces. Mm-hmm. You got you got wood for your fireplace. Yes, I'm ready to go too. I got plenty of wood for the fireplace. Unless we're there, like what was it? The a couple of years ago, Armageddon. Yeah, where we were hunkered down for what? Well, I think we were indoors for what three and a half weeks. <laughs> I don't think it was that long. It felt like, man, <laughs> didn't it feel like that? It was a few days. It was a few days, which was weird. You know, management I went, says. I went a week without electricity. Yeah, you oh, did. Oh, man. I tried to help him out, and he wouldn't do it. I said, I said, look, rub two sticks together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, just, he did. I was helpful, <laughs> and he wouldn't do it. I mean, he wouldn't, wouldn't follow along. We figured it out. <laughs> Got through it. All right, uh, so, you know, there you go. Snow, uh, not snow, but what do they call it? Winter precip- Winter mix. Winter yeah. mix, yeah, it's a mix. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about the Cowboys again. We mentioned at the top of the program, I guess it was the top of the program, that the Cowboys are moving on from, from Kellen Moore. What are the Cowboys, in your opinion, looking like? What are they looking for, rather? in a new offensive coordinator and quite frankly, basically a new offensive staff. I mean, let's, it's not just Kellen Moore. It's the quarterbacks coach. It's the running backs coach. It's the old line coach. Uh, They're going to look for somebody who's familiar with what Mike McCarthy likes to run and what he wants to run. It may be hey, the old green Bay staff is moving offices into the star in Frisco. I I don't know. I I think that that's what he's going to look for is somebody that knows his offense that he's comfortable in running. So, 
and again, these are all and these are questions. I know you don't have the answers, but I, I mean, I'm just throwing these questions out there as they come. Will the new OC have any input on who's on the staff, on the offensive staff, or is this all going to be about Mike McCarthy right now? I, who knows? I mean, I don't know. It depends on what Mike McCarthy has in mind. He, it's an interesting question, though, isn't it? I well, mean, I, I think I think it's going to be. Hey, I I have an idea, and, and these conversations have probably already happened between Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy. I don't think there's a doubt in the that world. I have an idea who I want, and I know I can go get them. So let's make this move, and whether we find out in the next twenty four hours or not, I don't know. But he knows. He already knows who he wants and who he's going to go get. I, I think, and he already knows they're going to say yes. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think I think the their plan and their plan of action was talked through. Yeah, this is not on, an interview it, process. It, it, no, and, and it wasn't a, an evaluation period over the weekend, like McCarthy said. You know, he said, "Hey guys, we got. I mean, you know, uh, we're glad to have the DC back, but the OC we're going to evaluate. No, you're not. You have evaluated him for 16 weeks, 17 weeks, whatever the case may be." You and Jerry Jones had a plan of action. You didn't just dream this up over the weekend. You didn't get together for coffee on Saturday morning and go, hey, you know, let's go about it this way. You didn't do that. You've been talking this through. Now, you may have come to the final dot the I, cross the T type of thing this weekend, but you had, you've been working on a plan, an exit strategy, if you will, for some of these guys, particularly your OC, you know, but again, I, I'm just. There's more questions than answers. What kind of OC are you looking for? Does the OC have any have any input on, you know, the the quarterbacks coach, the offensive line coach, the running? I mean, you know, or is this going to be about Mike McCarthy saying, "Here are your guys." It's going to be latest. It's going to be about Mike McCarthy. He's going to have the the call on all of them. Period. Well, I'm sure he'll have obviously the final say. And. But does he is or the, he already knows who every position is at this moment? He knows who he's going to go get. I don't think hiring the the quote unquote offensive coordinator and his influence on who he wants on the staff matters a hill of beans to Mike McCarthy. And that's certainly one way about going about doing it. I mean, he, he you're right. He could have every position in his mind filled. Mm-hmm. We're going here. We're going here. We're going here. And these are my dudes. And, yeah, I mean, that that very well could be the case. And, and maybe, you know, is it a young OC that's going to be groomed by Mike McCarthy? Is it a veteran guy that doesn't have an ego and doesn't care that he's not calling the plays? I mean, that's – to me, it's fascinating to watch how this thing's going to unfold over the it, next few weeks. It is not going to be somebody you don't already know. You don't think it's going to be a rookie? No. All right, we're going to find out. I wonder what the – and again, here's yet another question. What's the timetable? Are they in a hurry? Well, I, I don't think there is a timetable. I think it's already a done deal. So when's all this going to happen? I don't I, – like I said a few minutes ago, I, I, I don't know when we're going to know about it, but they already know. And you may be right. I mean, this, this deal may be one big orchestrated deal. I'm of the belief that they they may have come to the final conclusion over the weekend, but I don't believe that that was, hey, we've got to evaluate. Uh, I'm not buying that for one minute. 
I just can't see Jerry Jones agreeing to let go of his golden child without knowing the direction it's going to go. So you think Mike McCarthy walked into Jones's office. Here's the blueprint. Sign off on it. I don't think that. I think they met and they decided, okay, what's the problem here? And Mike McCarthy said, well, I can't help you because I can't call the plays. So if you want me to help you, here's what I need. And somehow he has pictures of Jerry Jones <laughs> and he got it done. <laughs> he did. I, you know, it, it, no, there's no way. I was going to say, did Jones come to the realization, hey, 30 years, we haven't gotten it right? No. Are you kidding me? But this is, but this is, this is a big step now because, you know, to me, this is kind of like moving, moving away from Jason Garrett. I, 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 that was his guy. Well, he didn't want to be wrong. Kellen Moore was his guy. He didn't want to be wrong. I'm, I was shocked when I saw it yesterday. I'll be honest. But you were the first one I thought about because you, on Friday, said there's no way you've lost your everlasting mind. Yeah. I, I didn't think it would happen. Now, is it a good move? Absolutely it's a good move. Did you see, did you see Babe Laufenberg's tweet? Did not. Babe said, hey, that wasn't the problem. Offense was productive. That wasn't the problem. Didn't have enough weapons was the problem. Well, and there's a lot of truth to that. There's not enough weapons. You don't. Ha- I'm sorry. CeeDee Lamb played great, but he didn't have anybody around him to help him be a better receiver. And he also didn't have anybody who could throw in the damn ball. 849, we're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on Game Time. Welcome into the program, the athletic director and vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I, I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get, to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the, the best in the country and we divide and conquer and it's a lot of fun and it, it's a joy to be around our, our student athletes and coaches. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Super Bowl 57 will pit the Eagles against the Chiefs. Philadelphia beat the 49ers 31-7 for the NFC title, and Kansas City edged the Bengals 23-20 for the AFC Championship. Reports indicate that Kellen Moore will not return as the Cowboys' offensive coordinator. Those same reports indicate the contract for quarterback coach Doug Nussmeyer will not be renewed. Baylor basketball is on the road tonight in Austin against the Longhorns. Tip-off is 8 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. With a doubleheader sweep of Navarro yesterday, the MCC baseball team is off to a 2-1 start under new head coach Tyler Johnson. The McLennan softball team won two and lost two in their season opening tournament. Their Sunday game against Butler was halted with MCC leading 8-4 due to an illness of two opposing players. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, take 54, six away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We mentioned it. The uh, Big 12 goes seven and three, Ward, in their final Big 12 SEC matchup. And uh, that's that's pretty good. Seven and three, this conference winning. Uh, and, and look, in, in, uh, Jerry Hill talked about it in, this, in, uh, in our first hour. You had, you had some of the teams towards the bottom of this conference that were beating really good teams at the top of the SEC. Well, yeah, I mean, Tech got a win, and I mean they, they beat a, they beat a, a, an LSU club. Yeah, and and that's a team that hasn't been able to find a win in the Big Twelve to this point. Um, you had West Oklahoma Virginia. beat number two in the country as they take down Alabama, and not only did they take down Alabama, they embarrassed Alabama. So again, I think that was a statement of what we've all said, or a. a a situation where you look across and everybody goes, yeah, the Big 12 is the best in the country, but, you know, who do they who do they play besides each other? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they just went 7-3. and three, So, if that wasn't proof in the pudding, I don't know what is. There you go, 7-3. Now you got to flush that, as you pointed out earlier today. Yeah, I mean, that, now this is a huge turnaround for the Bears as they go down to Texas and, and take on a, a – Texas team that's a very good team. They're not number 10 last week in the country for just a mistake. This is a good basketball team. They're at home in that new building uh, that's been very good to them so far this season. Uh, You've got to flush that Arkansas win and get on the bus and go down 35 and and find a way to to get it done. Now, 
something else that we've talked about is defense travels. And this team is predicated on defense. They like to, you know, they would like to have that outside shot fall for them, but it doesn't always fall just like it didn't on Saturday. But they were able to overcome that because of defense and transition offense. They get off that good defense. So defense travels. That should help the Bears tonight. I think they get the win. We'll have it for you at 7.30 tonight, 8 o'clock for the tip. John and Pat with the call. And uh, that's going to do it for us. John's coming up at 3. Matt's at 4. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.